Welcome to Season 6 of the Directors Club Podcast, exclusively for Child Care Center owners and directors. I'm Noelle Dentino, ex-corporate girl turned Child Care Center owner. I took my corporate experience, paired it with my sister's early education background to create easy-to-implement business practices that have made our center, Scribble Time, a huge raging success in our community. And now I'm here to share it all with you to help you gain back time in your day, jumpstart projects you're working on, and find and hire that next great teacher. Let's do this. Hey there, it's Noelle from the Directors Club. And I think one of the biggest things we do for our team is to be their cheerleaders, right? We wear so many hats as child care center directors. And it's so important for us as child care center owners and leaders because we play such a critical role in creating the work environment that is supportive, empowering, and fulfilling for all of our teachers. And happy teachers are more productive, they're more engaged, they call out less, they're more committed to providing high-quality care for the children in our centers. And so I have seven tips that I think are super helpful in helping to motivate your team and really build retention rates at your child care center. And while some of them you might not do or might not financially be able to do, I think it's still important to do a plan because you don't always think everything is about money. So number one tip is to provide opportunities, providing opportunities for professional development and growth. Teachers who feel challenged and engaged in their work are more likely to be motivated and fulfilled in their roles. So offer regular training sessions or workshops and other opportunities for teachers to expand their knowledge, their skills, and experience. This can really help them feel more confident and competent in their work, as well as more valued, appreciated by you and your leadership team. Let's dig into this one for a little bit. You don't always have to bring in someone to host a workshop for you. Like those are great, not saying that they're not. I think they're awesome ideas. But by providing monthly, think about it. If you provided monthly training for them to learn something new or to expand on a skill that they already have, that's super helpful. I find that doing this once a month at the staff meeting is easy way for you to implement a training and it can be a you could do it in a variety of different ways i love to look at where all my teachers are at and map out the skills that they're maybe want to work on and then come up with a training plan off of that you can let's say transition times is like a difficult time for a group of your teachers I think it'd be great if you could maybe find a YouTube video on transitions or an article on transitions and you send that out before your staff meeting and you say at the staff meeting, we're all going to be talking about transitions and I want you to watch this video and everyone needs to be prepared to come back, maybe a question that you have on it, something you learned that you thought was interesting and maybe something you want to implement in whatever role you are at the center. And also make sure when you do that, that you figure out a way to include the floating teachers. If it's about developing curriculum, then if they're not included in that, what are they going to come back with? So I think it's really helpful to bring that up and make sure everyone knows what to come to the staff meeting with. And then once they get to the staff meeting, like really dig into the article. Like, why did you share it with them? What did you like about it? 
What processes could you think on transitions could be added to your school? Ask those experience in it. You know what? Miss Alicia does a really great job with transitions. She's implementing a music song or flashlight or something. Really bring in the expertise on the team and let them give feedback and let them give ideas and suggestions. It's that open dialogue that really, I believe, brings a team together when you're having a shared conversation on a shared goal that you're all looking for an outcome that you can come together on. The next day you're collaborating on it. You've seen people implement it. You're all talking about it. I think that's a really good thing to do is to have group discussions on professional development. That was tip number one. Tip two, offer competitive compensations and benefits. Now, I know that your budgets are tight. And so I know that you probably pay as much as you possibly can. And I know some of you are paying more than you probably can. I also know that people have unrealistic expectations of what they should be making and all the free daycare that they should be getting if they work at a child care center. And so what I want to say to you is create a document. Um where you show them not only are you making $15 an hour, $20 an hour, whatever they're making, you're making this an hour. I'm also giving you five days vacation time, five days sick time. What does that equal in money? Add that up. Show them that. I'm also giving you professional development every month. This costs me $3,000 a year. So what is that per person? Then you could maybe say we are also providing health care. What's the cost of that per person? So at show them on, the, on a benefits page, here are all the things you get, and this is how much it equals. And then they'll see that value in the money because you might think, oh, whatever, they're going to pay the health care. And then the bill comes in and they don't see it's a $10,000 bill a month. They only think they're getting their small portion and it's not a lot, but it adds up, right? So while you should be number two, we should all be offering competitive compensation if we can. I know it's not easy to give the money that they should deserve because they work so hard. Or if you can't compete with some other places, you probably offer other things. So don't worry about that one. <laughs> I know that can be stressful. Number three is recognize and reward good performance. So recognition and rewards are powerful motivators that can help boost teacher morale and performance. So you can consider offering bonuses, gift cards, teacher's notes saying thank you, some type of incentives that goes above and beyond their normal work. And this is for people who consistently meet or exceed performance goals. This isn't just everyone gets a trophy. This is recognizing excellent performance and people that really align with your values and your mission. Number four is to foster a positive, supportive work environment. A positive, supportive work environment is essential for keeping teachers motivated and engaged. Encourage open communication, collaboration, and teamwork, and work to create a culture of respect and inclusivity. And you make sure that teachers have the resources and support they need to do their jobs effectively and be responsive to their feedback and suggestions. I think a supportive environment is super important, super important. And even if you can't always give them the day off that they want or make whatever happen that they want, I think that if we do everything we can just to have open communication and collaboration 
and you address issues that are happening at your center head on instead of ignoring them because you feel bad for one or the other. It's a group environment and we need to do everything we can to get along in a positive, supportive way. Tip number five is to provide opportunities for input and decision making. So teachers who feel like their opinions and ideas are valued are more likely to be invested in their work. So encourage teachers to share their thoughts and opinions with you and involve them in decision-making process whenever possible. This can help them feel more empowered and engaged and can also lead to some new ideas and innovation that you've never even thought of before. Right now, I'm thinking of a woman that I met a few years ago that was really struggling with morale at her place. And if you saw the center, you would think that it was just like the most amazing thing. It was beautiful. Um, Everything was great. She had great enrollment. Everything was great when I looked at it. And I couldn't figure out like why, like the team was just, it was so disengaged and they weren't aligning with her values and goals. And then I got to talking to them and I figured out that she was a control freak. (laughs) I think we all like that. (laughs) We like things done a certain way. But it's really important that not everything's done our way and that our team has opportunities to input into things that we're doing at the center. They're not going to make the big decisions. You get the final say at the end. But if you have a a plan to, I'm just going to say, oh, all the bulletin boards, this one center, all the bulletin boards had to be a certain way, a certain this, a certain that. And she was just controlling the look of the center, the feel of the center. And I get all that, but like at the end of the day, the teachers like need input too, right? And so that is their way to express in their classroom, their pride in their classroom. And so to control everything isn't really a great thing. So I want you to think about ways you can gather input and decision-making with your team. What can they help you with that will really motivate them to know how important they are to your team? Number six, hard to do with ratios, but encourage work-life balance. Teachers who feel overwhelmed and stressed are less likely to be motivated and fulfilled in their work. So encourage teachers to prioritize self-care and work-life balance. I know it's really difficult to offer flexible schedules. I know some centers that are attempting to do like a four-day week. You could look into that if that doesn't work. Not a big deal. Many centers give paid time off to help with work-life balance. And when you're a member of my director's club, we actually write a well-being email to our team. And we share this with the Directors Club. You guys, my members get it too. And it's just an email that we send out each month that kind of gives them some tips on different things that they can do to self-care, de-stress at the end of the day. And we share like a quote with them and this article. And sometimes we even include like a YouTube video. Last month, it was about self-care in the morning, like preparing for your day. So we included a video that we found on YouTube that had to do with stretching and yoga. It was a morning, like a five-minute morning yoga thing. So think about that. What can you do to promote self-care for your teachers? And number seven, the last tip, is to provide resources and support to help teachers do their jobs effectively. This can include things like training, the equipment, supplies, as well as the ongoing support and feedback from you and your management team. When childcare centers implement these seven steps to motivate their teachers, it can have numerous benefits for the center and the children that we serve. A motivated and engaged teacher is elite. 
When we motivate and engage our teachers, it can lead to higher quality of our childcare centers. It increases productivity and it definitely increases job satisfaction. And when we create a positive work environment and offering all these opportunities of professional development and growth also attracts and retains top talent. There are so many centers that I go to that do not provide any professional development. And so that's, you're missing an opportunity at your staff meetings to do this. When we also implement these seven tips, it ensures that our center is well positioned for growth and success in the long term. So what are you waiting for? Start taking action today and implement these seven strategies and create a supportive, empowering, and fulfilling work environment for the teachers at your child care center. The future of your center and the children that you serve will greatly benefit from it. And I know you will too. I hope you learned something today from these seven tips to help motivate your team. And I hope you listen next week. I got a great podcast coming up for you. Have an awesome day. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you know another director who might benefit from listening, please share the link to my podcast. I love connecting with directors and sharing business tips and tools to make your life easier. The show notes below have all the links I talked about in the podcast, along with my social media connections. I'd love you to tell me how I'm doing by rating the show or leaving a comment. Hope you have a great week and I'm cheering you on.